Oh, it was great. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Uh, great crowd, great energy. It was, yeah, it was real fun. Well, that's awesome. That's got off the stage. Yeah, you just jumped off the stage, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I'm very excited to uh, catch you because I know you're an incredibly busy man. Oh, I, I, hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time to, to interview me. Oh, no problem, man. So, first off, let's, uh, you know, obviously start from the beginning. Um, How did you get into the music industry? Oh, um, how I got into it, it's pretty, pretty funny story. I started, um, I was a, I don't know if, I was a bouncer at a, at a honk at a bar in Texas when I was uh, 19 years old. Um, I was like a security guard. I don't know if you call them bouncers in Australia. But, uh, I, was a, I was a bouncer. And um, they had, uh, on Tuesday nights, they would have karaoke night. And I, um, I got dared by one of the waitresses to get up and sing on karaoke night. So I, I did. And there was a band in the audience looking for a new lead singer that night. So they asked me if I wanted the gig. And I was like, sure. I mean, that's better than breaking up fights. <laughs> so so um, went out the next day and uh, bought a guitar. And uh, the, the lead guitar player showed me some chords. My grandpa showed me some more. And um, within a few weeks, I'd written my first song. And within six months, I, uh, I was moving to Nashville. Well, that that is an incredible story in itself, isn't it? Um, just literally out of yeah. uh, just out of nowhere, isn't it? So that uh, that is actually one of the the most interesting stories I've actually ever heard. Just the the <laughs> just pure luck almost, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was. I mean. Uh... Just, just happened to be, you know, I, I always think, I was like, man, what if I didn't get up and sing that night? You know, I wonder what would have happened. <laughs> no, but, uh, of co- yeah, from there, um, you know, you've worked with some incredible artists. How, how, how did all that come about? Of course, uh, you know, Justin Moore, um, you did a song with Justin Thompson for the, uh, Josh Thompson, I should say, for the uh, new album. So how did all this come about then? I mean, it took me a while. I moved to Nashville, um, and um, thinking that it would take me a matter of months to get signed, I, I moved there to be a songwriter. And um, I moved there thinking it would take me a matter of months to um, to get signed as a so- songwriter, and it, it ended up taking me uh, a lot longer than I thought. It took me 12 years to get signed in my first songwriting contract. So, um, but I had... You know, moved there, and that's where I met my wife at the famous Bluebird Cafe. <clears throat> and um, and we ended up moving away from Nashville uh, and starting a family. I went back to school and became a nurse. And I was kind of working. I'd kind of given up on music for about three or four years. And then I started going back to Nashville and really trying to hone my craft uh, of songwriting. And... In 2005, I finally got uh, offered a deal by EMI uh, to be a staff writer. So, um, and that's kind of where everything kind of started. Um, you know, once you're once you break through and you're, you get signed in Nashville, it's uh, you know once you're once you're in the club, you're kind of in the club. So that's how I was able to become friends with 
Jamie Johnson, Randy Hauser, Josh Thompson, um, and uh, and so I was a staff writer there for a few years. Wrote a song, you know, wrote a few songs for like Julie Roberts and um, like I said Josh Thompson, and then I kind of went uh, from the songwriting into more of, as a performer. Um, just out of I I got invited to play the Key West Songwriters Festival in 2006 and at, at the Hawks Breath Saloon and they asked me if I wanted a regular gig there and I was like yeah sure so I started playing there regularly and that's how I really became learned how to become a performer and um, so I've been playing there for 13 years now and um, you know Key West Florida is one of those kind of places where it's so many tourists from all over the world so it's like being on that stage for a week at a time is like going on world tour and staying on the same stage. You get literally people from all over the world coming through there. No, I, I, absolutely. I'm mean, curious. I've never been there, but I hear people who, who do go there. You know, you get a lot of tourists, so you get, you know, your your voice is, is so different, so it does go around the world. I want to also talk about someone that obviously is a personal hero, hero to you in Vincent Williams. How did he help your career along? Oh, Z Vincent. Uh, he, uh, I went to, um, my wife and I had signed up to go to this, um, it was a writer retreat. So it was a thing you would go, we went out to Wyoming, and it was a thing called Horse and Rider. So you would ride horses for like six hours a day, and then you would write songs. And you, as part of that, you got to, um, yeah, Z Vincent was one of the professional songwriters that was on it uh, as as one of the teachers and uh so i played him a few songs and uh and actually he, he was he's, he's a real fun guy so we were at his cabin because uh, his cabin was kind of the party cabin everyone met there late late at night and just passed the guitar around so late one night i mean we were like the last my wife me and steve Vincent were like the last people awake probably three o'clock in the morning and he said um, uh, he goes, man, he goes, I don't think you know how good you are. He said, whatever it is, you have it. And I don't think you realize it. So I want you to come to Nashville and I'll help you out in any way that I can. And so that's kind of when I, it, it just gave me that encouragement. That was right before I got signed to EMI. So I started going to Nashville and, um, more, more often, and and eventually got signed by EMI. And then after my deal with EMI was done, Steve Vincent was starting his own publishing company, and he signed me as a staff writer after that too. So I mean, he, he wrote the song. I mean, the the song I'm moving on is just, in my opinion, one of the best songs ever. And so to have your hero tell you that he thinks you have it, it, it really did. Uh, you know, it added that encouragement that I needed as a new writer, as a as a young, you know, inexperienced writer. No, obviously, it definitely, obviously helped your career. So, the new album, A Mess Like Me, if you could describe it in one sentence, how would you describe it? One sentence? Mm. Okay. Um, it is real songs about real people. That's, uh, that's that's how I would, I would characterize it. 
No, I, I would it's, do. Uh, it's, it's my story wrapped up into into twelve songs, basically. Um, I wrote eight of the twelve tracks, and even the ones I didn't write, they're they're you know songs that mean a lot to me that are just a part of me. So um, it's it, it is definitely my my story in twelve songs. No, I'd have to agree with that. I was actually listening to your album um, today, actually, because it's obviously out in Australia, and I encourage everyone to buy it. Um, I want to start off with, with the single "On a Boat Somewhere." Where was the inspiration for that one? Uh, this is one actually. Uh, this is one that I didn't write. Uh, Josh Thompson wrote that song. <laughs> so, uh, and I've known about that song for about eight years. I, I heard him play it about eight years ago. And when I was doing this album, because I, 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 well, I started covering the song because, you know, it mentions Key West and I'm, uh, you know, I play in Key West all the time. And it's just a great story song. It's a great, you know, it just makes you feel good, even though it's like a breakup song. But, you know, it's about a guy that, but if he could trade in his cheating lover for a boat, I mean, it's just a great idea. So, uh, my, but my friend Josh Thompson and Ken Johnson wrote that song, and I've known about it for eight years, and I I just called Josh and I said, man, I go, has anyone ever done anything with On a Boat Somewhere? And if not, can I have it for my project? And he, he, he told me to go for it. So I, I felt, you know, very privileged to get that song. No, I mean that 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 is absolutely awesome. I actually didn't know that one. I actually thought that one was yours. And uh, I got to go to heaven. Is probably my favorite song off the album. Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, Shot in the dark. Did uh, Josh Thompson have anything to do with that one? Yeah, we, me and Josh Thompson and Arliss Albritton wrote that together, and we actually wrote that in Key West, Florida. Um, few years ago we were uh playing at the key west songwriters festival and we happened to be they put us together as roommates and we where we were staying was uh the green parrot saloon uh band house which uh, green parrot is one of the oldest bars in florida and it is open till 4 a.m in the morning and the band house is attached to the bar so you literally have to walk through the kitchen to get to the band house so basically we lived for an entire week in a bar. <laughs> so uh, one night, late at night, at, at the bar, we were sitting at the at the bar at like three o'clock in the morning, drinking drinking whiskey, and we started writing this song. And I um, I, I told Josh, I said, "Well, man, get get some get some bar napkins and let's write this down because we're never going to remember this tomorrow." And so we, we wrote most of the song, like half the song that night, and um, the next morning Josh Thompson comes in the the comes into the room and he's I, I think he's wearing his underwear and has a guitar on yeah strapped to him and and he goes hey Cliff you remember this from last night he starts playing the song I'm like yeah so we sat there that morning and finished the song and uh, I I actually ended up we were doing a, a songwriter's best show later that day, and I ended up playing that for the first time at the Hogs Breast Saloon that day. <laughs> and uh, to be honest with you, that song uh, saved my life, too. 
because I had promised my wife that year that because um, Songwriters Fest um, in Key West, it's kind of like, I don't know, songwriters going wild. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like a big party, and people drink too much, and they have a good time. And I promised my wife that year that I was not going to drink too much, and I was not going to be a drunk idiot, and I was going to get something accomplished and uh, try to make some connections because I just lost my deal with EMI that, that year. And uh, so so she said, okay, you can go if you're going to get something accomplished. So I get back to our, our farm in Ohio from Songwriters Fest, and she has the tractor blocking the driveway. And she's standing outside by the tractor throwing a buck knife in the, in the dirt, looking very angry when I pull up. So I'm just kind of like, oh, crap, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> and so so I get out of the car, and she said, she said, so, not going to be a drunk idiot, huh? And I'd also told her I'd quit dipping Copenhagen as well. And I guess a YouTube clip had beat me back home that I didn't know about of me kind of being a drunk idiot and dipping Copenhagen at the same time. So she was really mad, and she goes, did you get anything accomplished? And I was like, yes, yes, I did. I wrote this song with Josh Thompson. I, I pulled my guitar out of, the car, uh, out of the truck, and I said, I wrote this song with Josh Thompson, and this is exactly how I'd feel if I ever lost you. So <laughs> the song basically saved my life. So just for fans of yours and listeners out there, is the YouTube clip of you still out there somewhere? No, uh, oh. I actually talked to the guy and he took it down. Oh, oh, you're killing us here. That 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 would have been absolutely epic if it stayed on the internet forever. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty innocent, but it was just me being just—I was really, really hammered. <laughs> I I don't know how we come back from that one. Actually, can you top a story better than that? Actually, by any chance? Oh, that's. That? Can you top? Uh, I was going to say, can you top a story better than that? There was probably, I've, oh. I've never heard a, a, of a song being made that that well before. Oh. Let's get back to this. Um, Here's the funny thing: my my wife was actually when she was 16 years old, she was a national knife throwing champion, so she wasn't really messing around. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that. Oh. Okay, yeah, it puts everything in perspective then. So, on a on a personal note for you in this album, what's your favorite song off the album? I would have to say my favorite song off the album is probably Guardian Angel. Um, that song, un- I mean, unfortunately, is like ninety percent true. Uh, um, I grew up in Texas, um, and when I was a teenager, I was pretty. Uh, pretty wild and rowdy and I really did get into a fight with my stepdad in our front yard and I ran away to Dallas, Texas for uh, two weeks and he reported my truck stolen so I was technically riding around Dallas, Texas at 16 years old in a technically stolen truck so um, that song does mean a lot to me because it is uh, um, I think redemption is a very powerful thing and everyone deserves it and um and it, uh, and I, and I, I see how that song touches other people too. And um, 
I, I think everyone identifies with it, and that's that's the great thing about country music is when you write a song like that, that everyone that's that's true, it's truthful, and everyone identifies with. Um, that's that's what, that's every time I sit down and write a song, that's where I try what I try to write. No, absolutely. I was gonna I was gonna actually ask you that question about um for new fans, how do you want people to remember this album by? And uh, you've probably nailed it on the head about that song, but, you know, how do you, how do you want new fans and, of course, your, your old fans since day one to remember this album? I would just say, I, um, I, I, I tried to put out a, you know, a true country album, which is story songs. You know, that's what I always loved. That's what drew me to country music was story songs like The Gambler and, like, uh, Poncho and Lefty, uh, and I, I just tried to, you know, make it, um, make it me, because it's, um, you know, I, I self-produced it, um, you know, I was able to take the time and, and make, make the album that I wanted to make, and I think it's, 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 I wanted to make something authentic and something organic. And something true to to the country music genre. No, absolutely. I think you've done a wonderful job. I absolutely love them. As you've uh, said a few times, you are doing tours at the moment. You're um, playing in Ohio tomorrow, are you again? Yes. I'm here uh, for six days in a row here in Putin Bay, Ohio, which is a, it's a little island with a bunch of bars uh, on it and... Uh, in the middle of Lake Erie, so you only get here by boat. Um, so it's a very, very fun place. No, that does sound fun, and of course, uh, later in August, you're going back to uh, Key West, aren't you? Yeah, I go back to Key West on August 19th, and then uh, got some more dates in South Carolina. I mean, I get to, um, I, I feel very fortunate that I get to go to all these beautiful, beautiful places and, and play. And um, and uh, you know, hey, sometimes, sometime I would love to come to Australia and play too. Hopefully that happens. That's that's a bucket list thing. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully one day you can uh, come to Australia. Um, you know, we've got a few. Um, we've got a, I won't say huge country scene at the moment, but uh, you know, you guys have definitely pushed the, the scene from America. I mean, uh, Morgan Evans and Florida Georgia Lions made it very popular in Australia now. Yeah, I've got the. I got. I tell you what, I love Morgan Evans. I I got to play a show with him. Uh, me and him opened up for Tracy Lawrence uh, about a year and a half ago, and uh, and he's he's just the nicest guy. I, he made a video because my my daughter, who's 19 years old, she she loves Australian accents, so he made a video. She wasn't there that day, and he made a video for her and sent her a, a video message of <laughs> how much he missed her, <laughs> and and, and uh, she loved it. <laughs> But he was just, uh, yeah, he was a just very nice guy. Oh, that's absolutely awesome. Yeah, I've, I've heard that he's a very nice guy. And he's also Aussie, so, you know, we're all pretty nice guys down here. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for taking the time, man. Jared, thank you so much, man. I, I really appreciate um, you uh, playing my music and uh, listening to it and taking the time to interview me.